With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Giving you the real from A to Z. Surrounding the Dallas Cowboys. News, updates, rumors, transactions, takes, and more. So strap up, Cowboys Nation, and start your day off with A to Z Sports. Live with Will Steele. Three, two, one. Here we go! Friday. Friday. Good morning. Good people. Welcome to A to Z Sports Live. We're streaming live on YouTube on this beautiful Friday. And of course, I am your host, Will. Skywalker Steel. We here, man. We're here. A few more days for this colossal matchup. Cowboys, 49ers, Santa Clara. Here we go. Okay, so it's been a very serious week, right? We've been very focused. Therefore, I'm bringing out the TV cards today. So today, take it a little easy. Alright, we don't gotta go too hard today. We don't gotta be too crazy. We gotta have a little bit of fun. I know that's unusual for a a mid-season uh show, right? Like you don't really see me roll the TV out, especially in a situation like this, but it's been very, very focused. We've been very, very focused, very serious this week. So sometimes when when big events are coming up, right, you gotta let loose a little bit. We're gonna let loose today, have a little fun. That doesn't mean we don't have business to take care of, okay? I got three key matchups that uh, we'll we'll dive into uh, later on in the show. And then, of course, yes, of course, phone lines are back, uh, 351-999-3787. Come on in. I haven't talked to you guys on the line since Tuesday, Koye Wednesday. Then we had uh, Pat on yesterday. So, yeah, it's been since Tuesday. So uh, if you want to call in talk about the game, I know there's a lot on your mind about it. Uh, please do so, but like I said, it's Fan Friday, and I, I want to loosen things up a little bit, right? But before I do that, what's good, Bob Squad? Bob Squad! Before, <laughs> before I do that, I uh, was on Twitter yesterday and stumbled across this video. And look, I'm not I'm not one that comes on my shows and I'm talking about the the other teams, right? The rivals, you know, eh, that's not what I do. I saved that for everybody else. However, I, I had to share this video with y'all prior to us getting into the breakdown. I had to share this video with y'all. Y'all remember the other day or a couple weeks ago after the Cowboys beat the, not beat, whooped the Giants, right? On the Michael K show, he came out and he was talking about wife's this, walking in and all that whatnot. Oh, he went up himself this time, ladies and gentlemen. So, after the Giants lost last week, Evan Neal, who's been a an absolute disaster, as I set this up for y'all, he's been a he's been terrible for the Giants. 
they were booing Evan Neal on the way out of the stadium, right? On the way out uh, off the field. And Evan Neal took that personally and he went to social media and he started to talk on social media and basically downplaying the fans. And, and this is what he said about the fans on social media. And this was Michael K's reactions. Ladies and gentlemen, just if you need a laugh, here we go. Why would a lion concern himself with the opinion of a sheep? He added. The person that's condemning, uh, commenting on my performance, what does he do? Flip hot dogs and hamburgers somewhere? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I'd cut his ass. I would. How dare you? How dare you? These people pay your salary. They pay an obnoxious amount of money to park, an obnoxious amount of money for PSLs to sit there and watch this pap, and you call them hamburger flippers? What, you're so much better? Best. I'd rather have a guy that's flipping hamburgers block than your piece of garbage ass. Who the hell are you to talk to fans like that? You piece of garbage. Hold on. I hate what players... He wants to say piece of shit so bad. Do that. You're not above us. What, because you happen to play a sport? You make them, you're better than me. Mm-hmm. You're better than the people that pay your salary. Mm. These giant fans were here before you, and they'll be here after your sorry ass is cut. <laughs> what a piece of human trash. She wants to say shit so bad. And I don't want to hear some apology. I don't want to hear, oh, I was taken out of contact. I didn't mean, I don't want to hear, done, done. Uh, I would cut his fat ass. <laughs> He ain't done, but yo, you hear the bass in his voice. Keep telling him, Michael K. You should boo him. If you see him in the mall of Willowbrook, boo his ass. If you see him on the DMV, boo his ass. Don't stop booing him. If he goes to the Pro Bowl, boo him. He said if he sneezes, don't bless him. Boo him. Wins a Super Bowl, boo his sorry ass. Oh, I love it. Screw that guy. Oh, I mean, so that angers me. We're not nobody. Flipping, but how are you taught? How do you condescend to people that pay to watch you play poorly, right. I might add? Right. Really bad. There are uh, people. This is the part that got me, man. The, the, take a listen. People in the stands uh, that are doctors. Yeah. They cure diseases. Mm-hmm. They're giant fans, too. Yep. There are people that are architects. They build bridges and buildings. You block poorly. Poorly. <laughs> one more time. One more, one more time, bro. One more time. People that are architects. They build, they build bridges and buildings. Yeah. You block poorly. <laughs> Don't ever talk to anybody like that again. Oh, fantastic. Just great stuff, Michael K. Hey, look, I don't listen to New York radio or anything like that. I know this is this is a bit overboard, and you won't catch me going crazy like this after no week three game or whatever. But, man, oh, he said, there are people who save lives who are Giants fans. There are people who build bridges or architects, architects or scientists, astronauts. You block poorly. <laughs> okay, so savage. Okay, I'm done. Let's get down to business. Now, ah, you block poorly is amazing. 
Let's get down to business. Let's do it, Cowboys Nation. It's time for It's time for the morning roundup. Round them up, boys. Let me talk to you. Sorry. Man said, if you see him in the DMV, boo his ass. <laughs> Woo-wee. Yo, they were playing New York. All right, look. Back to business, man. What are we doing here? Stat of the week. New York wildin'. Stat of the week. What was my stat of the week? Okay, most explosive plays allowed in the 2023 season through weeks one through four. I thought it was interesting. Uh, because we we got on the Cowboys, our defense. By the way, this is the defense allowing explosive plays. We got on our, our team, as we do, right? After a couple games, seeing a couple explosive plays, the Jets uh, come to mind. The uh, <laughs> the Jets come to mind. The the Cardinals come to mind, right? We've seen some big plays given. Even last week, there was a big play, right? But... They're actually not giving up a whole lot of those. The Dallas Cowboys have allowed the third least amount of explosive plays through four weeks on defense uh, with a total of 15. That's the third least. Six rush explosive plays, which is considered 10 plus yards. 24 teams have more than them. Nine pass explosive plays. 22 teams have more than them. So, you know, they're obviously playing great defense. We, we know that if you look at the scores. But sometimes, again, when we're looking, when we're self-evaluating, we, we see these big plays and they are magnified, right? <clears throat> but in totality, the Cowboys have not given up a bunch. And surprisingly, on the ground. You know, you know, after that Cardinals game, you would have thought, hell, all six of those explosive plays might have came in the Cardinals game. So I bring this up to say you're going up against a team that thrives on explosive plays, you know, based off of, the, you know, studying them and based off of how the Cowboys have played them. The 49ers... They don't want to matriculate down the field. They want to get big plays, and they usually do. There was a stat uh, on Brandon Ayuk I heard this morning. I didn't even realize this. None of his receptions are less than a touchdown or first down. Every single last one is a first down or a touchdown. Pretty damn impressive. So you got to obviously thwart their big plays this week. And for what it's worth, the Niners defense, the Niners defense is leading the league in fewest amount of plays, big plays allowed, explosive plays at eight. So you got two damn good defenses coming up. The difference, in my opinion, the Cowboys have ran into a damn good defense already. Don't think the Niners have just yet. All right. It's Thursday practice report, y'all. Cross the fingers. I think we got out of that thing alive. Not only did we get out of it alive, We got some great news to report. Let's start with the limited guys. Damone Clark, Michael Parsons, Malik Hooker, all remain limited, but they will be playing. They're just obviously taking it easy with those guys. Nothing serious to to worry about. Who returned full? C.D. Lamb returned full after basically having a rest day. Uh, Nothing serious with C.D. Lamb. He just was too many plays, essentially, over the first four games. He had a rest day. Rico Dowdle. I, I mean, this one, and I know we'll get to the big one here in a second, but that one to me really shocked me. I just thought he was not going to be able to play in this game. But when you get full participation in, on Thursday, that's usually an indication you will be playing 
on Sunday. So, you know, Rico Dowdle's huge in this, in my opinion, because we, again, we talk, we talk about this ad nauseum over the offseason, but once you lost Tony Pollard, you pretty much lost all your juice and any type of ability in the backfield the rest of that game. You're starting the game, I think, better than you started the game last, last year. Now, obviously, we can't predict what happens within it, but getting Rico back is huge. He has run hard. He's blocked well for you. Uh, he's deadly on those screens. He he helps match the physicality that the Niners are going to bring. So just I'm just, I'm just elated to have Rico Dowdle back at practice and potentially playing in this game. Zach Martin returned back to full, but it really apparently weren't it wasn't any concerns that he wouldn't play. Tyron Smith is a full participant. Oh my goodness, is it happening? Could it be? If Tyron Smith is full, if Zach Martin is full, if Tyler Smith is full, Tyler Biotis, Terrence Steele, this is the first regular season practice that the starting offensive line has participated in since January of 2021. This is the first regular season practice that this group has participated in since Tyler Smith has been drafted. Mike McCarthy went on the radio today and he said, Hey, uh, are they asked him, how's it looking? You know, you got Tyra Smith back out there. Everything seemed to be on task for this starting unit to play. Mike said, we went right on that radio. I hope so. Okay. <laughs> With the ski mask and everything. No, in all seriousness, though, he said that they are on track. Everything is on track. For the Cowboys to get their starting line back. And I'm saying it in this voice because I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. Because we got to practice and I don't know what they do tomorrow. But <sighs> they're waiting for this day. They're waiting for this day. And this is the this is the team. This is the team Cowboys Nation where you need to have this starting line return. Period. You need it. Because that is a good unit up front. That is a hell of a unit uh, behind them with the linebackers. And then obviously the secondary is playing pretty good ball too. So so I think one of the toughest defenses you'll see remain the rest of the year. You already saw, in my opinion, one of the toughest, if not the toughest, in New York Jets. But this this is this is one right here. They're playing well. And if if I had to guess, let me think here. Let me look at their schedule. Not even a guess. It's a fact. On both sides of the ball. And, and shouts out to Okoye. Okoye put, I mean, he said this so eloquently. And honestly, it applies to both sides. The national media, our fans, other fans, all this is made up of, of, of oh, well, the Cowboys got this big test against, right? Got this big test against, yada, yada, yada. <clears throat> The Niners got a big test against the Cowboys. The Niners offense hasn't run up and down the field on the Cowboys defense. Right? The Niners defense this year hasn't played an offense like the Cowboys. Now they, they've, they've handled the Cowboys. They've handled the Kellen Moore Cowboys. And we'll get to that a little bit later. But they've handled the Kellen Moore Cowboys offense, sure. Yeah. But pound for pound, player for player, scheme for scheme, I don't think they've run up. They might have ran up against a good scheme. Excuse me, a good scheme with the, uh, I'll give it to them, the Cardinals. But pound for pound, player for player, no. 
I think we are their toughest matchup, too. So don't fall for the poo-poo. And I know there's a certain somebody on a certain network, uh, certain lady that that's, that's once again saying some outrageous things. Uh, in the words of Vach, right? Like, don't let them distract you. Stay focused. They are already trying to push a narrative that you shouldn't care about. Well, if the defense goes out and does this and they win, Dak sucks. Well, if Dak goes out and he goes hard, but the defense struggles, the defense sucks. Well, if the special teams gets a touchdown and the defense gets a touchdown, but your offense doesn't score in the red zone and they win, well, it doesn't matter. I don't give a damn win. I, I cannot believe I'm seeing this. Uh, you know what? I can't believe it. I'm sorry. This is this is what they do out here in these medias. But we have now moved or removed. The team aspect. I'm and I, I'm sorry, yo. I don't like to do this national media stuff, but it's it, it bugs me. Since when do we pit units against each other in the dub? What? So now not only do we have to win, our units have to compete against each other to please them. Don't get distracted. Don't don't do it. Okay. It don't matter. We're, we're not playing against each other. None of that matters. The dub is all that matters. How you get this dub does not matter either. Don't let them distract you into thinking this is the Cowboys offense against the Cowboys defense for 17 games. I digress. Let's get into these matchups of how the Cowboys can walk away with this dub, okay? I got three, and and I've, I've done this for what, like three out of the four weeks, maybe all four weeks. I don't know that I've done a key matchup that I truly do believe if the Cowboys win these matchups, they will win the game. Not could, I think they win the game because these are such critical matchups, components to what each team wants to do. Let's start off with number one. Hey, Terrence Steele makes another appearance, huh? Terrence Steele versus Joey. Not Joey. You already faced Joey. Nick Bosa. This will be the first matchup between this Bosa. If y'all remember, Terrence Steele faced another Bosa uh, back in 2021. His first actual start in that season. So he's accustomed to a Bosa, just not this one. Okay. It's not going to be easy task, man. Uh, I know we can look at Nick Bosa and say, all right, one sack. I'd, I'd advise you not to look at that one sack. Excuse me. Look at that one sack and go watch him. Um, he is still Nick, right? And he's right now fifth in the league in pressures at the position. He has the third highest pass rush grade at the position, and he has the most quarterback hits. So he's hitting your quarterback more than anyone in the National Football League at the position. He's still prop. Still a problem, and they they worked a couple of these tackles over the last few games. And he has that kind of impact aura to him as Micah, right? Where even if I'm not getting three sacks a game, two sacks a game, everyone else is joining the party. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers, I believe, are second in the league in pressures, in total pressures. And that's with Nick Bosa having one sack. 
And here's why I have to circle Terrence, man, because we're looking for Terrence to end a streak right now. A nasty streak. I don't like it. I don't like it, T. He's now four straight games with a penalty. He's got five penalties in four games. That has to be cleaned up. Cannot do it. Not the team you want to get behind the sticks on with a Nick Bosa rushing the passer, Fred Warner back there. Uh, You just don't want to do it. Okay? And he let up his first sack last week in Terrence, so we want to kind of reset that, right? We want to get back into the zero category. Um, Get back into the zero pressures category. That's going to be hard to do against Nick, but you want to get back into that category as well. Now, in totality, though, I think he did bounce back the last two weeks compared to the Jets game. Now, the Jets game was his, it was pretty rough. It was one of his worst games I've seen him have in a little bit here. But he bounced back in a way, excuse me. I need, I need him to be on the A game. Um, and shots out to 2I, spoke with Terrence, and, and he understands what they're up against, right? Like, he understands who that is over there and what he does, and they are prepared and I'd hope they are uh, scheming in a sense, right? Like, don't, don't, don't be arrogant. Understand what you're dealing with. And I don't. And again, I don't have a worry about how we will attack them schematically. I am confident in that. It's more so about the execution. So this is my first key matchup. It's a big matchup. Terrence Steele is going to be faced up against Nick Bosa probably 99.9% of the time. Nick doesn't go to the other side often at all. So this, this is the one right here. Uh, now, that doesn't mean you single them up all game. You're, you you can from time to time, but there's times. Let's get a chip, right? Chip release. Give that extra tick because sometimes that's all it's going to take is that extra tick for you to uh, be successful in your pass play. So that's number one. I'll hold off to number two, and I'll jump into the phone lines real quick. I promised y'all we get to the phone lines. I ain't talked to y'all in a couple days. First up on the horn, we got James. What's up, man? Hey, what's going on, man? Oh, my bad. Yeah, I was uh, literally watching that uh, video with you, man. And I'm sitting there trying to eat breakfast and have coffee, and I'm just dying over here. Oh, man, that had me down. <laughs> oh, that that was funny as shit, man. First thing dude dude needs to do is calm down before he has a heart attack on, on the airwaves, man. Yeah, he wildin'. Yeah, he was. He was loud. I heard you laughing too. You oh. were trying to hold it in, but you couldn't help it, bro. No, man. That was but so no, funny. now that we actually get to the part of this uh, of the week where we can ask the questions that I did, I think on uh, Monday. Um, so yeah, I think that's the same. I, I agree with you uh, as far as our line. Now we get to see what we can really do to protect Dak and run the ball because now we got everybody, as you said, uh, the first unit playing together for the first time since January, I think you said. By the way, shout out so to them, though. Good. They protected them pretty well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the past, the, the, the pressure rate is pretty low. I think it's like uh, below right. 30%, which is top, one of the tops in the league. Um, Dak hasn't really been sacked a bunch. In fact, like maybe two of the sacks that he had, I think like six sacks on the season, I think it might even be less than right. two of them I, I know off the top of my dome really you can just say is on him for rolling out trying to make a play and taking the sack so i think they've done yeah. an adequate job but this is this is a big test here yeah exactly because <clears throat> all the all their front guys can get after it you know and, th- and i think the other thing is like during the playoff games that i noticed now this is where i was asking you um uh monday this was my my, my <laughs> question for you so this is what i wanted to know is now, we know you're not going to stop McCaffrey completely, you know, Debo, Ayuk, and all that. Wait. But I was thinking I mean, if we just slowed them. What did they I do know, in the playoffs? Know, but 
we got to slow them all down. And I don't know. I mean, do you think we can Would allow they... them not to eat a lot? Because they're going to eat a little. I mean, you know I, mean? I mean, they did it. I'm look. I'm not going to sit here act like they're going to have an exact encore. But who went off right. on them on de- on offense in the playoff game? Who? Who? Yeah. Who? who? Nobody. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. We just got to allow the allow, we're not allow the big plays. I guess is what I'm asking you. Yeah, we not we just can't allow that. Um, and then the other thing is um, too. Now this is where I'm hoping we can fix this. And I know we've talked about this before. Cowboy Nation's talked about this before. Inside from 20 to 20, we're as good as anybody. But once we get inside that 20 and into the red zone. This is a game where those red zone opportunities have got to be touchdowns. Now, am I wrong in saying that? I absolutely believe I'm right. They've got to be touchdowns. No threes, got to be touchdowns. That's just me. I, I don't know. What do you think about that? Oh, I thought that was a rhetorical question. Of course. Okay, well. I mean, I, 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 but, you know, I'm saying that based on what I'm seeing on the TV. We seem to go down there, get down there, have no problem get down there, and then we got to settle for three points. I mean, I know three points is three points, but against a team like this, you want to, you you want to get as many as you can. Yeah, we got to score touchdowns, James. For sure. But uh, other than that, Sky, um, that's pretty much all I got. And, you know, thanks for making my morning a little uh, – uh, making me uh, able to laugh a little bit. That was funny as hell. That dude needs to calm down. And I don't know if it's just me, but that dude kind of looked like Tim Allen's version of the Santa Claus on, on Santa Claus too. That guy just looked all crazy with his white hair and his pale face, his – I don't know. It just looked kind of kind of funny to me, man. But anyway, as always, you're great, man. I always look forward to watching your shows, man. Salute. Appreciate you, James. Enjoy your weekend, man. Yes, sir. All right, man. Nah, Brother L. <laughs> Where'd it go? Ah, oh, damn. Somebody called him Michael McDonald. Hey, yo. he Where's that? He really does look like Michael McDonald. I'll play this on the way out later. For though, because look, we're getting people back up here, so they probably missed the video. Ah, that was funny. All right, number two. Let's get to number two. Get some more calls, and I'll save number three. Hey, I'm gonna just look. I don't care what y'all say, Sky. You, you already talked about John Nagy. Yup. Because I think this is such a critical matchup, man. I do not care. I will say it again on Sunday. To me, Jonathan Hankins was your most important player in that 49ers game last year. And he's going to be your most important player this year. Yep, 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 yep. You saw the massive difference in having Jonathan Hankins out there from 2021 to 2022. The lanes were clogged. The line of scrimmage was held. It was an entirely different type of ball game. And now he's back, by the way, not coming off of... Uh, oh, uh, uh, arm injury. Also, he has some help now, right? Like, Hank got some help now in that middle of that defense in Amazi Smith. He also has a guy by the name of Osa Digizuwa who played well in that game, right? But now he's playing better, right? Like, Osa is kind of turning into that three-tech that you want in these upper echelon type of defenses. You don't hold Christian McCaffrey to 35 freaking yards and 3.5 yards per carry. Without Jonathan Hankins last year, I don't believe it. Elijah Mitchell, uh, I think he was under three or under four yards per carry as well. Debo Samuels, he only had like eleven yards or something. Like you, you had a fantastic game, and a lot of that had to do with Jonathan Hankins. The other part of it had to do with playing that edge defense we talked about, right? Like being disciplined and containing on the edge. But Big Hank, Big Big Bank Hank, 
was a massive piece, quite figuratively and literally, right, in that game. And you're going to have him to start this game again. And you got a little bit of help with Mozzie Smith, who's going to come in and be that, hey, you just play right here and don't get moved. Yesterday, we called it protest, right? Have a sit-in. <laughs> and looking at the 49ers interior line, they're not the greatest, man. They're just not. They're not. That's the guy right there is, is Burford. Spencer is a Burford. He's obviously the mouse in the house, giving up a ton of pressures. But in the run game, I don't think they're dudes. And I think it was a 49er fan or so that, that said they're better on the interior. I I guess. I mean, if, if they're better, then boy, whatever they had last year, it makes sense now why, why the Cowboys were able to, you know, play well against them on the interior. But I don't think they want to get into a situation where, hey, man, you, you have to beat your man mano y mano. They want to get into situations where we're holding your linebacker for a split second. We're trapping your interior guys. We're running counters. We're doing a whole bunch of reverses and and, and playing with your eyes. A lot of eye candy. They, they, they're zone blocking. They want to get these interior linemen on the move and help them. They don't want to play one-on-one ball with these guys. They don't want to do that. Not with Hankins. Not with Osa. Not with Mozzie. Not with D-Law when he slides in. Sam if he slides in. Micah when he lines. They don't want to do that. They don't want to play that game. The game they do play is good, though. They do move their guys well. They do trap well. They do pull well. They do play eye candy. You have to remain disciplined. You have to remain disciplined. And I don't have the... Or do I have it? Wait a minute. I might have it. Hold on. Bear with me, Cowboy. In there. Yeah, I do got it. We talked about this yesterday. I call it the edge defense. E, edge containment. They did that extremely well in that playoff game. That They like to get convoys out on the, on the edge and allow McCaffrey to sift through the trash, and next thing you know, he's off for the races. So you got to be disciplined out there as well, and you got to be disciplined at the second level. This is the one team you, you can't afford to, to misstep often because, again, they thrive on big plays, which gets me to the G, gap integrity have to remain gap sound in this game. We cannot have a repeat of Arizona where we're just constantly seeing guys just slide, just firing into gaps for no absolute reason at all. And then effort. If you play with effort against this team, you have a chance to slow them down. And the Cowboys played with that a lot last year. And I think Hankins is a big part of, of controlling this 49ers uh, run game because that, I mean look that's where it starts I know they got Debo and they got Kittle and they got Ayuk and, and and they love to get these guys going with like deep crossers and deep posts and whatnot uh, and that and but that requires play action for the most part or really deep dropbacks and and I personally like our chances of getting home the Niners I'm sorry the the Cardinals yeah they're not they don't have a pass rush like that Cowboys do so I like our chances of, of causing Brock Purdy to run around a little bit if they want to do that without play action but I think it starts with controlling the middle of the defense or their offense. So that's number two. All right, let's get back to the phones. I believe I got my ooze on the phone from Hawaii. How you doing, Brother Steele? What's up with you? Hey, I know you You want to keep on laughing at man. I can't keep on. I can't get that voice out. You boom. You boom. He said, oh you see God. him at the DMV, boo his ass. <laughs> Yeah, 
Uh, but real quick, I wanted to get uh, your take on uh, the situation with the line. Do you, do you think we've, like Coach McCarthy, throughout the past two to three weeks, has like been talking to position coaches, talking with Zach Martin, uh, Tyron uh, Smith, and these other guys who are all banged up and said, you know what, we're going to try to work on some load management to prepare for the 49ers game. Do you think there was any input from Mike McCarthy or this was all just coincidental if they were actually like injured to the point where they didn't want to mess up something? No, because Zach Martin rolled his ankle at the end of that game uh, against the Jets and then yeah. Tyler Biotish messed his thigh up on a Thursday. So, you you know, that 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 seems legit. Tyron, on the other hand, th- that one might be something where it could have been a bit of a low management situation. Uh, but, again, it's Tyron Smith, too, though. So, he'd been a hurt guy for his whole damn career, so maybe he was really hurt. But the other two, no. I mean, I, I can't call Tyler Biotish missing a game low management when he hurt his, you know, his leg on Thursday practice and he couldn't go, you know? I was just thinking because I got the impression from what I was seeing from interviews and stuff like that, a lot of it was like they could have played if like if they needed to, but there was no reason to take those risks. You know what I mean? Yeah, there is. Win a ball game. Oh, yeah. Well, true that. <laughs> you only get 17 of these and things. Also, uh, the main thing, I want to see your, your, your point of view and stuff like that. Who's the number one player on our offense do you think needs to go off? Like, who's the most important player? Do you think it's Zach? Well, that's two different questions. Who needs to go off and who's most important? I think Dak is most important. I don't think Dak needs to go off, though. Okay. I see where you're coming from. I mean, that is two different questions, right? I mean, Dak is most important because we got to matriculate down the field with no turnovers, right, and get to the red zone and convert. But I don't think he needs to – look, this is a, an amazing defense. He ain't finna go out there and throw for 350 and four tutties. Like, that ain't about to happen. You know, so I, I don't need him to go off. But if, say, a TP goes off, if, say, uh, one of your receivers has a, you know, 97-yard, two-touchdown day, but Dak only has 220 and two touchdowns, completes 68% of his passes, walks out of here with the dub, that's not going off. But that's that's a damn good day. So I think two different questions. I got you. It might be a little controversial, but the funny thing is that I think Zach is going to go off. But I think the most important person right now in terms of the passing game is going to be Jake Ferguson. Because especially with Fred Warmer so missile happy to be in our slots, I think it's going to be real nice and stuff that if Fred Warner gets trigger happy on, on pulling on our slots, Jake Ferguson is going to have a field day. And it's going to be vice versa. So if you have to respect Jake Ferguson, uh, CD is going to have a field day, hear me? So, who, so, so running back, so who's your most important? Uh, Jake Ferguson. Jake Ferguson. I think he mm-hmm. needs to go off and stuff like that. For, especially because that's the I main thing. Welcome that. Um, Just what that? I think they will welcome that. They, they, they're they not yes. going to they're not going to sweat at all if your tight end goes off in this game because that means you're getting a whole bunch of catches in the middle of the field. You're matriculating down the field like they normally do. So I, I I don't I if somebody's going to go off I'd rather it be a skill player running back or or wide receiver because then big plays are are likely to happen in that manner 
and you don't get a bunch of them with them. If if your tight end is getting eight catches, seventy yards, they'll take that all day and tomorrow. Yeah, I guess I really just think it's because it's it's Fred Warner, the guy we have to worry the most about. Nick Bosa, I actually trust our own line with him. I mean, obviously we can't underestimate him, but the thing is. Fred Warner is a guy who's missling all over the field, and he was killing our slots last week. So it's called. But, yeah, no, I won't take up too much of your time, brother. I'll let you go, man. You have a great Friday, brother. God bless. All right, man. Appreciate you. Let's right. keep it moving. Let's get 630 on the horn. What's good, 630? Thanks, guys. Uh, friends call me Jay-Z. Uh, actual name is Javier Zapata. I don't know why, but. Call me that. Ah, <laughs> but, uh, I see. I from... see the name up in here. It's quite literally yeah. J Z as the initial. So guess what you finna be? Yeah. Putting you in here as yeah. whole. I've been listening to you. I've been listening to you and Botch for a while now. Um, I tip my hat to what what you guys are putting out there. Uh, I agree with a lot of your takes. It's like it's like you're like a, you're a brother from another mother. Oh man, thank it's you, brother. Uncanny. So I appreciate that. Um, I agree with what you said about eye candy. I think there's going to be a lot of it. Yeah. Um, and the Cowboys, they have to be disciplined. And that's something that overall I think I'm concerned with. They're, they're, sometimes their lack of discipline. Yeah. I mean, that, um, historically we struggle with that, right? Like the only team we have is it's so, it's so weird. The, the one team we didn't struggle with it uh, with was the Niners last year, which is strange. But it yeah. felt like every other team we kind of struggled with that eye candy, yeah. Um, just one last comment, and I'll, I'll hang up and listen to what, what you think. But I know, like on yesterday's show, I mentioned in chat to Vach that uh, uh, last two games, they, the 49ers have come in with their BS pregame stuff. Um, I don't know if, if the Niners got in our heads or or what, but they just brought a they brought a different vibe that I don't think we matched. And and they come in with this mentality that they're going to take our lunch money. I don't think we're that same team anymore, especially not the one two years ago. But so do you, they. I think that could be the case in 2021. I don't think that was the case last year. Yeah, it was. It's, it was just unfortunate we didn't have those explosives like like you like you mentioned um, in the past that you know we don't we didn't have those guys that that could. Do do yak yards and stuff like that. Sure. Once Tony went down, sure. And and it's like we went into a shell, and it's it's crazy because we went into a shell after Tony went down. It's kind of the same shell that we went into two weeks ago when three of our offensive linemen went down. And it's just like we get—I don't know if we get in our own heads or or what. I would say that's different. I'll hang up and listen. Yeah, I would say that. I appreciate you, man. Uh, would I would not compare it to that because we couldn't move the ball. <laughs> we couldn't move the ball. When TP went down, we had maybe one and a half good drives the rest of the game. The Cardinal, we moved the ball up and down the field, bro. Up and down, up and down, up and down the field. It was not an issue. We just couldn't convert in the red zone. Um, I could buy the whole smacked in the face. They came in there rough and tough in 2021 because they ran for like 200 yards on you. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they punched you in the mouth on the ground. You had no answers in stopping them on the ground. That wasn't the case last year. I thought when they punched, you punched back. Thought you matched that energy, especially defensively, right? So let me just go ahead and get into my last one because 
caller asked me what was the most important player, to me, it's, it's Dak. It's not necessarily that he needs to have a, what do you call like a explosive game or whatever, but he's important, sure. So this matchup to me is Dak Prescott and Mike McCarthy versus Fred Warner and Steve Wilkes, who are, is their defensive coordinator, and McCarthy is the play caller. We've known for the last two playoff losses that Dak and Kellen versus Fred Warner and D'Amico Ryans was a, a, a loss. They lost. It was just not a good matchup. They had our number. They they had every answer to the test. It's just, it's if as if they had our test before we even gave it to them. And I don't know who said it. A couple one of the callers talked about the explosive plays. Well, we play right into their hands. They know we were looking for explosive plays through hook or crook under Kellen Moore. Like that's the offense, right? We want to take deep shots. We want to send our guys deep. That is the offense. It's to play explosive or we're just going to likely pretty much hook it up. Hooks, curls, or we're going to go explosive. That plays right into their hands, man. Right into their hands. However, the one area where the Dallas Cowboys, Dak Prescott, Kellen Moore, they had success against the 49ers in the two playoff losses was quick game. Shouts out to Nate Tice put together these statistics. The Cowboys, when they ran quick game under or versus the 49ers, the last two playoff games, 26 for 31, 189 yards, a tutty, and most importantly, no sacks. Successful play rate of 48% or 102 quarterback rating, if that makes more sense to you. And this was when the Cowboys utilized quick game against the Niners. And the Niners are a bottom eight team in these metrics against those type of passes. And again, it's because obviously they walk them now. And I'm fine with doing that. Now, obviously, right, you want to get some explosive plays within the confines of your offense. But the West Coast is predicated on the quick game. They're predicated on matriculating down the field. And then once the defense starts playing and creeping and you catch them in a certain look, that's when you hit them with the explosive. The 49ers don't want, they're not going to let you get a bunch of explosive plays. It's hence why they're number one in the National Football League in explosive plays. And we play right into their hands. Again, we were trying to get a big play by hook or crook. And it was barely crook because we didn't do anything unique or or to put them in a blender in regards to passing concepts. We didn't. A lot of the times, and, and I had to turn the damn film off when I went back and watched this a little bit more. I watched both last playoff games. I'm just seeing C.D. Lamb just run down the scene. Just run down the scene. <laughs> just run deep. And they got two to three players taking that away. And then guess what's happened on the outside? Deep routes. Would you venture to guess what's happening in the middle of the field? Take a guess. Nothing. So I I don't think this scheme is going to play into their hands like it did previously. I do think this scheme actually favors the Cowboys. And you'll see them 
dribble with the purpose, whether it be in the run game, in the pass game, and be able to matriculate. I, I, I am confident that we can matriculate the ball down the field. If they want to die by a thousand cuts, then kill them that way. Now, that's going to require you to be better in the red zone. Completely understand that. They absolutely have to be better in the red zone. That's where the 49ers area of weakness is right now. In the red zone. They sit in bottom third of the league in red zone defense. And if you listen to Mike McCarthy, he said, again, Mike will sometimes say something. And you'd be like, hmm. He talked about how there is a difference in how they play down there compared to the previous teams. He talked about leverage, right? He talked about essentially without giving it away. They're not about to play a whole bunch of umbrella coverage down there. That's not their DNA. So we will have some leverage advantages. Whatever they want to call it, we need to convert. So if the Niners want to let you matriculate down the field, we play in an offense that likes to do it. Last year, they wanted you to matriculate down the field, but we wanted to go deep. We wanted the explosives, and we didn't have the right game plan to match up with it, and it clearly showed. Uh, And obviously, we didn't have the players either, but when you don't have the players, guess what? You You need a better plan. You need better coaching, and I actually feel extremely confident in McCarthy having a really good game plan. Not just McCarthy, though. Not just McCarthy. But Brian Schottenheimer. So I think they'll put together a great game plan, and then it'll be up to Dak to execute it and outduel Warner, per se. And the reason why I have Warner, because he's the quarterback of that defense. He's he's the best in the business, in my opinion, because of what he can do at the line of scrimmage, what he can do in the pass game. But he is a mortal. He's not a superhero. He is a mortal. There are There are times on film where he can't be in 17 different places at once. The Rams took advantage of that. The Cardinals took advantage of that. And the Cowboys need to take advantage of that, too. And I just really feel confident uh, that they will. Now, they've been kind of teasing a little bit. At least Dak and, and McCarthy. They've been, and again, you, you just never know what's going to happen when you get out there. But they've been kind of teasing this whole Brandon Cooks thing. And, you know, I've talked about it this week. This is a good week to physically see his impact. I think you'll see his impact on film all the time because the way teams are playing it's a good time to physically see his impact when you can catch them in a certain look where they're not uh playing a shell coverage and this team plays a little bit more man than they did previously this team is going to give you a little bit more opportunities at the second the back end because what they like to do is they'll disguise their safeties from time to time nothing too crazy but they'll they'll put hufunga and he'll just sit on that roof single high and they'll play four or five guys underneath right and, and there, there are windows of opportunity. The problem is you got to have that time. And that's where I think play action, being under center, making those those linebackers bite just for a quick second so you can have that window over the top on an over or possibly on a drag. All that stuff matters. That's part of the game plan. Though. That's part of uh, dribbling with a purpose. And no team plays under center more than the Cowboys. I'm sorry, except the, the Vikings. The Vikings is the only team that plays under center more than Dallas. And no team runs more play action, I believe, uh, than the Cowboys. It might be like one or other two other teams. But we run play action at a high level. Play action, play action, play action is the is the name of the game in this game if you're trying to get deeper shots or intermediate shots. If you're just going to go out there, and we did this a few times last year, you're not doing any pre-snap motion. 
you're you're not doing any post snap action with concepts and you're just very basic man they're gonna smile at you and laugh at you and just eat that alive eat that alive you gotta have a better plan i'm confident they do and i'm confident that uh we'll be able to execute it because we, we talked about with brian schottenheimer do i still got this graphic no that's not the one we talked about it with brian schottenheimer um who's had success let me see if i yeah, here it is right here. Who's had success against this team? Come on with it now. He's played, you know, he's he's faced this defense. He's faced the Fred Warners of the world, the Rick Armstead's of the world. Uh, a lot of these guys on this defense uh, a number of times. And Russell Wilson had immense success. Ever since Brian Schottenheimer has left Russell Wilson, have you noticed? It ain't been that good. I mean, I, I ain't saying Shotty's a guru or anything like that, but Russ has been pretty bad since he left. But nonetheless, man, there a lot of people made a big deal about having Trey Lance. Oh, Trey Lance is going to... Trey Lance might be able to tell you a little something, something, but Brian Schottenheimer has played this defense, has played those guys a lot, a whole lot, and he's had success, so... Those are my, my three key matchups. I think the most important one will be the Dak McCarthy. We call it shoddy. That trio versus Fred Warner and Steve Wilkes. Because I'm confident in the defense being able to give the offense a chance. It's We don't know what this offense looks like against that defense. Uh, had it How we ran this back for the third time with the previous regime. And, and we know what that offense looks like. Not so much this one. And they asked him, I believe, McCarthy, about, hey, are, are there plays that are you guys haven't run due to game flow? And he was like, hey, look, I've I've never seen this in my life coaching where three of the first four weeks, you're pretty much done at halftime. Like, the game's over. You know, and you don't really have to do anything. And in one of the games, it was over after the first quarter. So, yeah, I think just naturally, there are things you haven't shown. Because you haven't needed to. I was, I don't even want to get this guy any clout here, so I ain't going to say his name, but I was arguing with one of them Bird fans who kept talking about how, oh, well, so-and-so doesn't have this many yards. That man, I'm like, how many 50-yard bombs does he have? How many times has he needed to? You know what I'm saying? We played four games. Three of those games... He has 11, he hasn't that, has 11 pass attempts in the fourth quarter. An average of a little over three in the fourth quarter. Total in three to four games. 11. You, you just haven't, you just haven't needed to really dig deep. And I do think this one, though, throw the kitchen sink. Throw the kitchen's sink. Let them know we're here, you know. And if we have to see them again, they got a lot to think about. I'll leave it at that. All right, back to the horns. What's good, Marcus? Hello? Marcus? Marcus? No, Marcus? Marcus. Cowboy Mike. What's up, Cowboy Mike? What's up with you, man? What's going oh, on? Oh, man. Hey, uh... This week, brother, I like that term you use, dribbling with a purpose. I used to always tell 
my point guard, do not give up your dribble. Mm-hmm. That's where I got so it you from. Pick your dribble up. My basketball coach. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I love it, man. But and I think this week we have to keep our dribble. And what I mean by that is you have to be successful on first down. And I also feel like this game is a Dak game, man. This is Dak's game to he got his O line coming. Keep our fingers crossed. It's only Friday. It's looking good. He got his O line coming back. Yeah. <laughs> But I also look at guys, uh, special teams, guys like Goodwin. There's going to be a play made in this game, brother, and it's going to come from somebody is going to take the opportunity, maybe a Deron Bland. I don't know. Is going to take the opportunity to take that next step. One of these Cubs is going to step up. I mean, you got any idea who you got, you guys? Like a young, just out of nowhere type dude? Not really out of nowhere. He's been, you know, this guy's probably been playing, been playing some spot minutes, making some plays, flashing here and there. But I feel like it's an opportunity for one of these guys to step up. And I feel like there's at least a handful of them that are ready. Defensively, it'll it'll be great to see Sam, you know, make his first kind of like big flash plays of the season, right? Like Sam is kind of, I feel like he he's ready. It's been four games. We haven't really seen a but we've seen pressures, but we haven't seen the big splash play from Sam. And this was about the time last year where Sam started to kind of show up a little bit. So I'd like to see Sam on that side. Um, offensively, there's not. Ooh, ooh, there's I don't not mean a, to cut you off. Okay. Jay Lou, man. Jay Lou too. I think he's been playing really well, yeah. and he's back. I feel like Jay Lou could be one of them guys, man. But I'm gonna get out of here. I've been listening okay. to you and Vox, man, a lot this week. But I've been real busy at work, so I haven't been able to call. Like, it's Friday, man. I got to get in there. I can dig it, bro. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you, man. Have a good one. Salute. Yeah, Jordan Lewis has been playing well on film, and he's moving well. He, he looks – he looks, I think he looks better than he looked to start the season last year from a physical standpoint. Um, Juwan Jennings is on injury report. He may play. Jennings is kind of taking a, a step back, I think, in the offense from what I've seen. I don't if Jay Lou if Jay Lou snaps in this game, that means they're targeting Jennings a lot, probably, or maybe Debo's in the slot some. Um, but the way they use Debo, it, it's not like they're using him in normal wide receiver things. They're either running a bunch of crossers or they're running quick game to him, and that's just tough for uh you to make like big plays on. Now you gotta tackle. Like you gotta just come out of this game and say, hey, Jay Lou had four stops six tackles and a lot of those were within 10 yards then it might not look great schematic or great statistically but that actually is a really good game i like deron bland i like i like that name popping up i think he's already broken out though but if he has a big game against iu because i think that's what you, just the matchup you'll see a lot is iu going um on bland and, and it again the one play that makes me nervous that they really didn't get a chance to hit last year against us because of the pressure which i think we'll still get pressure is what I'm noticing them do is just just giant deep over. I mean, they're just quite literally saying, play action, uh, you, Brock Purdy, row 10, 15 yards by line of scrimmage, and you just let Brandon Ayuk run across the field. And then they combined it now with Debo Samuels running a very similar route. So if you're playing that cover one single high, your safety's got a decision to make. You hope 
your your corner if you're in the zone coverage cover three they see it or your 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 linebacker sees it but they put you in this bind and then Brock Purdy just goes YOLO close his eyes throw it up and and usually it's running the space so that's why getting home is going to be important but if Deron Bland comes out here and has a couple picks and we talk about this Brock Purdy and let me close this because we getting Brock Purdy will give you opportunities he will give you them opportunities um, Sam Williams, that side of the ball, maybe a Damone Clark, maybe a Marquise Bell, you know, in this game, if Juan Ye gets an opportunity, I don't know how, how many snaps he'll get a Juan Ye, but if, if, if I had to pick one of the young bucks, it'd be somebody in the front seven, 100%. And I, I know Juan Ye is technically a safety, but he'll probably play a little bit up. Uh, let's get Chris and we'll give Marcus a little bit more. What's up, Chris? This game, I think we're going to win okay. for sure. I, this, this team, Dallas is, is, is pissed off. Man. You don't want to face Dallas. Pissed off. And then, and just seeing some of the interviews of the 49er players, they, they, they seem laid back. Like they're not really, it seems like they're not really bringing the energy. Like, it's a big game, kind of. You know what I mean? They're kind of downplaying. Oh, we beat these guys. I mean, um, I mean, you know, I, I don't want to make no no big proclamations or conclusions over interviews, bro. We shouldn't do yeah. that. We shouldn't do that. This is a this is a this is a, a really good team. They don't need to. What do they need to say in the interviews? They need to go do it on the field, right? Like, so I, I think we should caution ourselves watching somebody's tone in an interview where they probably don't even want to talk to the damn media. You know what I'm saying? So I, I I wouldn't go that far saying that they're not taking this game seriously or whatnot. Yeah, I'm let you go, Chris. You, you, the connection is pretty bad anyway. Yeah, look, I do think, in my opinion, Cowboys kind of playing a little bit of house money here. Oh yeah, yep, I do. I believe the Cowboys are playing with some house money, um, for a multitude of reasons. Number one, if they win this game, again, don't listen to her. Doesn't matter how they win it, win it. All right, you do win this game, you you make a statement to yourself. But also, if you win the game, it won't matter to everybody else, right? So it, it doesn't matter if you lose, if you if you win this game to everybody else, but it matters to you. If you lose this game, it's obviously not the end of the world. You still have the rest of the season in front of you to get to where you got to get to. And they still gonna talk mess about you out there in national media anyway. So who who really cares in, in the sense of what they're saying outside that building? If you listen, if you really listen to the players, it's about internally for them. Uh, you know, Dak McCarthy has talked about it. Uh, uh, I think it was uh Gallup. Gallup talked about it. This means something for us internally for sure. It means nothing to everybody outside, right? Not a big deal to nobody else. Uh, you, Think about it. You you blow them out. Ah, fluke game. Like I said, you beat them, and, and, it's, and it's the defense that leads it. Oh, well, the offense sucks. You beat them, and it's the offense who leads it, and the defense struggles. Oh, well, they're not a complete team. You can't satisfy those out there. But what you, you need to be able to do is make a statement for yourself to know that if or when we see these guys again, we know we can beat them, boys. But on the flip side, if it's a if it's an L, it's gonna suck. It's gonna sting. We're gonna hate it. Twelve more games, like <laughs> you know what I'm saying. 
there's other statement games in the season remaining, right? And then you could potentially see them again in the playoffs. So I think this, I mean, they playing Miles Money. What's good, Mel? Good morning, King. King of the morning. Absolutely. I like that. Man, I, I, <laughs> man I've been seeing a lot of people kind of saying like, oh, Dak doesn't have to have a good game for us to win and – um, you know, we need we don't we don't need Dak to do this and that. I'm a little bit not in agreement with that. I I I think Dak needs to play well in order for us to win. I don't think and, and I guess I don't I'm who not you, talking to these people directly. I'm kind of overhearing the them, but saying, I don't yeah, think Dak who, can play poorly. Who the hell is saying that? I don't want to put their name out there, though, but I it, they 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 saying it. They saying, "Oh, that don't have to play well for us to win. I don't need that to play well. I'm like, how, wait, wait, wait. How in who? How can you possibly say that based off of what happened the last couple seasons? <laughs> he didn't play well. Just based off the last two games, I'm just like, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's what I'm talking about. The last couple seasons and, and that he played them, had he played well, you probably win these games, even given the craziness of the game. So, I, who are you listening to that says Dak don't need to play well? That's goofy. <laughs> <laughs> Turn them off, <laughs> man. That's silly, man. I, I, okay, you know, I'm, I'm happy to hear you say that because I'm still, I'm like, am I the only one kind of feeling like, no, Dak has to play well. Like, no, and, you're and, not. And by play, bro, and by, the entire Cowboys nation understands Dak Prescott has to go out there and play well against this team. You must be listening to my head Cowboys fan. No, I was listening to a, a cowboy fan. Oh, I want I was you. To, I want to you. A cowboy fan. I want you to drop their name so bad. Oh, you tell I, me I, off air. I, I, I you, I'll you drop tell it in the chat air. when I, I jump off. I'll go directly to them and say, "Hey, dog, I need you to explain to me how Dak can play. You know, just play piss poor. He don't need to play well. The Cowboys walk away with the dub. I, I, no, no, no. Don't don't. To buy be it. fair, he didn't say play piss poor. He said Dak doesn't need to play well in order for us to win. He said I don't care if Dak plays bad as long as we win. Oh well, well, well. And that, I'm like, well, that that's a different story. I, I don't care if he plays bad. That is a win different either. story. If, that, that, that I don't is, care yeah, how we win, but but I do think that he needs to play. One hundred percent true. Right, but the statement he made first was. Dak doesn't need to play well in order for us to win. I don't care. I'm like, then he said, I don't care how we win. I'm like, okay, well, right. first of all, that's two different things. Okay. But, no, Dak definitely needs to play well. And by play well, I don't mean 450 yards right. and five touchdowns. Now, right. if he does do that, we will win. <laughs> if he does do that, we will win. But I just mean, I mean, no turnovers. Or if or if there is a turnover, it's not in a critical time, and you are able to execute and make plays. That that's all I mean by play well. Yeah, man, I <laughs> Dak needs to play well, bro. <laughs> like that's, that's, I mean, that seems to, that, that's that's like priority number one, right? Like quarterback play well. <laughs> you usually priority will win the one. game if your quarterback plays well uh, when you have a team like this. So I'm not. Yeah, man. Hey, what else you got, man? Or is that all? So, somebody My last out here one, saying, man, before, yeah. <laughs> last one before I go. Man, um, I'm totally on board with you as far as I do think we're going to win this game. I'm very, very confident in our team, um, very confident in our coaching, very confident in our players. 
But if something goes some other way and we don't happen to win this game, it's not a sign to start panicking and, oh, see, it's the same thing for the last 28 years. It's not, it's not the time for that because, honestly, you don't want to peak right now anyway. You want to be playing well, yes, but it's not, we, don't, we don't want to be playing our best football in October. We want to be playing our best football December, January, in that sure. last game in February. Sure. That's when we want to be playing our best football. And like we've been saying for the past, I know at least year, it's all about finishing with this team mm-hmm. and this quarterback and this coaching staff. Yes. It's all about finishing. This is not the finish line. This is a very big landmark on the way to the finish line, but it's not the finish line. So no matter what happens in this game, if we win, we're going to celebrate, but we still got to keep the train rolling, bro. Yeah, for sure. My bad. I missed my mute button. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. That's all I got for y'all, Cowboy Nation, man. Enjoy the game this week. Sky, thank you, bro, for everything you do for us, man, and uh, keep it rolling, bro. Appreciate you, Mel. I I need that name after the show, though. (laughs) I need that name. Of course he has to play well, man. Of course. That's a good defense. I think we had this conversation earlier, right? Like about the whole importance and who needs to 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 go crazy or whatever. As it is the breakout explosive game, he doesn't need to have that, but he need to play well. So I agree. Yeah, play well, cause like I said, it could be two twenty, two tutties, sixty eight percent, no turnovers, moving the chains. You go two for three in the red zone or whatever, right? I'm just throwing like smaller numbers out. You play well. It's not a crazy game by any man, by any metrics, but it, you play well. Yeah, we need him to play well, man. Go out there. You have multiple turnovers in this game. You can't hit the backside of a barn. You can't, you know, move the ball down the field. Your feet look all crazy. Thinking winning this game. Let's try Marcus one more time. Marcus. <laughs> Yes, sir, Scott. How you doing this morning? I'm doing great, man. Can you hear me? Can you hear me, sir? I'm sorry. I think I had my phone on mute or something. I, I got you perfectly <laughs> fine, good brother. <laughs> Happy Friday, man. Hey, man. What? Okay. Okay. Sneak this alert. Sneak this alert. That going to hit one way or the other. So that's out the way now, finally. Thank you. But what I'm, I'm excited, man. And you hit the nail on the head uh, talking earlier about this game. Really kind of the dynamic shift and, and the weakness getting more or less replaced or removed. And that weakness was killing more and that Prescott not being able to get past D'Amico Ryan's and, and uh, Greenlaw and Warner. Uh, I, I think that's where a lot of stuff is going to hinge because I got so tired of, of Fred Warner and Greenlaw standing back there calling the offense for that damn year. I got so <laughs> sick of seeing that. Yeah, I'm serious. You know, you know what I'm talking about. I'm, like you said, they, they couldn't they couldn't get out their own way, and so I am glad to see that. That's going to be key. And I also think, and we kind of talk about it without talking about it, but I also think if there's ever a time to leverage what Tony Pollard really is, and that's a weapon. I mean, all purpose. This might be a game to start trying to find find some of that out. I know we talked a little bit earlier uh, in the summer about Tony Pollard whether or not he could be a bell cow. And we we get bell cow, we think Zeke. Can we give Tony Pollard 25 carries? And you've even said yourself, it, we're going to have some games where we're going to need Tony to be that guy that touches it. 
Uh, again, I'm not big on Tony carrying it in the A-gap 20 times a game. Yeah, I think he can do some of that, but that's not where you can get the most out of him to me. Go ahead, I, go ahead. I don't want a bell cow. That was, that's my whole problem. I don't, I don't, it's 2023. Forget a bell cow. But we've been using him like yeah. one. That's the, you know, that's the thing. Like Tony Pollard was leading the league in touches for like three mm-hmm. weeks or whatever it was, uh, or week by week three or week four. But last week we got the big lead, took him out. Thank God, right? Like we don't need all those touches on him because this is a game where I think you you want to feature him. But again, I don't need him to be a bell cow in this game either, Marcus. No, 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 no. This ain't the game I, I need Tony Pollard to, to touch it 25, 30 times. You know why? Because Rico playing. If Rico wasn't yeah. playing – That'd be a bit of a different story. And Rico, Rico is playing well. Last year, right. Zeke, Zeke has been awful in the playoffs for like three years or the last three playoffs or whatever. So that was a game I would have been like, look, if I swear for goodness, if we come out this game and Tony Pollard only carries the ball four times, I, I give up. But that wasn't the case. It looked like Tony Pollard was about to be a featured guy, which thankfully. So, you know, this is a game where I would love to see TP touch it at least 18 times and, and, and then, you know, you get Rico like 12 touches as well, uh, and, and that way those guys split it. Now, if it comes to a point where, hey, they can't stop TP, Marcus, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then the TP finishes with 25, 30 touches, then, mm-hmm. yeah, I ain't complaining that off. You can't stop his ass. So, mm-hmm. But I, but I, I yeah, like well, having Rico, bro. Yeah, I do. I like having – I want TP involved out there. I want Green Law and Warner. And they're great my back. I'm not saying this is, you know, like the, the poo-poo on what are those two the best in the business. Sure. And uh, um, uh, what I want them guys doing is having to be concerned with Tony Pollard, not just at the line of scrimmage, but out flats, maybe on Texas Rouse angle, having to cover him. Because I think you, you will. leverage what Tony Pollard can do. You, you leverage you what will. he can do. Even if he doesn't touch the ball, you involve him every time you get a chance. Every time he's out there, you involve him. They have to account for him because if people are talking about getting Brandon Cooks loose downfield, you want to challenge those those corners they got. That's where they're suspect at on the defense. I think you got to you got to Greenlaw and Warner closer to the line of scrimmage somehow. You don't have to do that just by by getting dives up the middle. You get the department out where they got to run and chase him across the field. But they, they don't really they don't really do that. Uh, they play zone, so yeah, you really not really gonna yeah. ask them to to really be running and chasing TP. But I think you'll see yeah. Tony Pollard get those those dump offs, right? Those checkdowns, and I think it'll right. be a part of the game plan because that's where they're susceptible, and that's where you say, okay, can one can Tony Pollard Rico make you miss one on one? Look, that's gonna be a battle. Sometimes Greenlaw yeah. and and Fred are gonna make the tackle. Sometimes you might catch them, and you you got Tony Pollard or Rico against a corner. But um, yeah, I, I'd like to stay in the flat area. Um, if we're going to use the running backs in the middle of the field, it's more so. My, I would like to see it more so as kind of a, 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 a just a dump off. Um, I don't think arrow routes and angle routes are going to work on them because they sit in the middle of the field. So it'd be more wow. so. I think the flats that you'll get a lot of opportunities and, and make either them run and chase from the opposite hash or have the cornerback deal with them on the outside, but. If you watch them on film, you'll notice, man, they're just they're just playing in the middle. And, and, and then whenever you, they do know what you're finna do, you'll see Fred Warner play some cyborg steroid, <laughs> seriously, Tampa 2 style where he's just turning and running and he's just beating wide receivers to the spot down the middle of the field. I mean, the dude is unbelievable. But, um, yeah, yeah there's yeah. going to be opportunities underneath for those guys to catch it and make something happen. There was last year. It's just that our, our scheme right, right. wasn't designed for that. That was absolute last mm-hmm. resort, then you dump it off. That, that That's exactly. not going to be the case exactly. this year. 
Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, no, I, I can get you, man. Like I just can't wait to see it because, again, I think, I think that's going to that's gonna hinge more than anything else what the Cowboys are going to be able to do offensively. And uh, so I can't wait to see it again. I, I really want to see Greg Warner and Greenlaw not have so much to say about our playbook for a change and see how it goes. You know how you do that? So, so, <laughs> you know how you do that? So, so hey, man, yeah, how you do that? I got Chase Claypool. Yeah, you do that. You say number seventy-three. I'm an, <laughs> you get to that second level, and you explode. What advice? You I explode. You. <laughs> get to that second <laughs> level and let him know you there. Yeah. And I'm gonna let you go there, Marcus. Yes, sir. That's right. Hey, thank you for taking my call. I have a good weekend. Let's you go too. hop up in Calvin. Uh, uh, how, how about it, baby? <laughs> Look, I, I was gonna hey, let me let me see if I if I got it here. My, my bad. That's not the one I'm looking for. I actually had another matchup, but I let it go. I was like, nah, I want to talk about, you know, Dak and McCarthy against Warner and old boy. But I had this matchup up here. Tyler and Zach against Warner and Greenlaw at that second level. We, I don't even like watching that film, man. It really just pisses me off. But we didn't really get to the second level a whole lot last year. A lot of our run plays are about getting to the second level. These dudes had a bead, man. They had a bead. There was one play, uh, a blitz. Hufunga is just looks like plays like Troy Palomalu. Or he just, whew, I mean, he gets right. It, it wasn't even a second. And Dak had to dump it off to, to Zeke and nothing. Another play where we're we're trying to block Fred Warner with CD Lamb, bro. Nah. Get me number 73 to that second level. Get me number 73 and 77 on the outside. I didn't see us really run a whole bunch of stretch play or or, or, or tosses or anything like that. Get these guys in space and say, okay. You're going to do one or two things. You're either going to dip, duck, dodge around these guys, or you're going to meet them head on. And Tyler will walk them the ladder. So this, obviously, I'm talking about uh, run game. But even in the past game, we, hey, y'all, we've turned into a quality screen team. That, that just makes my heart, I just feel so good about that because we can use screens in this game to get at them. How many times do we talk about easy buttons last year? Hmm. Or the year before? How many screens did you see in that game? None. How many easy buttons did you see in that game? None. You didn't see that. This offense, they're littered within this offense, man. So, yeah, get them going. Play action. Get some, some action going this way. Post snap and boom, screen. Now you got them guys chasing from the, the opposite side of the hash. Ain't got a convoy. Hey, man. All right, Magic City, what you got for me, man? What's up, family? How you doing? Ah, oh, man, I'm good, man. We got, what, two games, two or two days left. Having a little fun today. Got to loosen it up a little bit, you know. Serious game coming up. Yeah, I know. I was, I was, I was, I was watching this game again. <laughs> Ain't it game. frustrating? Yeah, man, we, you know, 
we missed a few extra points, you know, almost interchanged. So I'm like, oh, my God. And we with the sorry offense we running, and we was driving down the field a lot on them. So I'm not really worried about that. Yeah. You explained it on your uh on your on your board. What we gotta do. Just play under control and that gonna gotta show off. He's gonna show off because this offense that he got now is uh is the right offense for him. He's because he think quick, so this West Coast offense is perfect. Yeah, Mar, he, he needs now, to just play within the system as opposed to trying to make plays in the system last year. Like, that was one of the main yeah. problems. We're always trying to make a play instead of just playing within the system because the, the system was, hey, you need to make a play. You see that you got an option route, you make this play. That's that's the call. If it's not there now, we check it down. But we've got to wait for that to develop. We, gotta, we, we have way too many, and I talked to you guys about this for two years, we either be in shotgun or under center, and it's one, two, three, four, five. Back foot's planted. Nobody's turned around looking for the ball. Everybody's still running around. Or one, two, three. Yep. Nobody's turned around looking for the ball. Everybody's still running around. Or one, two, three. Hooks, curls. It, it was just. It didn't make any sense. So when coach talked about tying the 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 routes, the perimeter players to the feet. That's exactly what I was talking about over the last two years. And you see that way more. It's one, two, three, boom. His back foot's planted. Somebody's available. And if that's not, if that player's not available, you see the footwork and the hitch. Okay, that's not there. He's not panicking, right? He's staying within the progressions and he's getting to where he gets to. He's, he's playing good ball right now. He's playing the ball. Hey, shot, like you say, Schottenheimer. Uh, Schottenheimer. Scott? Yes. Schottenheimer. Yep. He, uh, he know how to play them. He played them. That's a good thing. Everything is going in our way. It's pointing in our way, y'all. Everything. Princess, don't play with me like that. And the guy know it. And they, I'm going to tell y'all something. Y'all going to play with me like that. They are the one that's nervous. They know they ain't got to play that Kellen Moore offense no more. Now they got to play the whole field. Mm-hmm. Talk they to him, uh. gotta play the whole field, y'all. Now, payback is a bitch. <laughs> they, they about to get it. They about to get it. Because, you know, the Cardinals game, like I said, I was mad because I know they shouldn't beat us. Oh, well, we dropped the goose head, Shut you know, up. and we couldn't play like we want to. All our line is out. Now, it's like 77 about to play. Yeah, uh-uh. yeah, seventy-seven oh about to be God. out there. He's he's full time. Oh, man. At, look, look, Mark, at left tackle, you know. So he's not playing. Yes. He was playing right tackle last year. I got him at left tackle. So yeah. No, and you know what happened, y'all? For the t- all the fans know. And I've been listening to everybody. Everybody been bragging. Let me tell y'all something, y'all. Scott and Myers. Seventy number seventy and seventy-three. Fit fit to pitch a no hitter in the middle. If you protect that middle for your quarterback, hey, yes, y'all never thought of that, did you? Hey, look, seventy three finna destroy the Philadelphia D tackle, and seventy finna shut ninety one out. Marv, if that, yes, Marv, boy, that'd be something, wouldn't it? Javon Hargrave, oh, Rick Armstead, these are some these are some boys, right? These are some dudes. And if you shut them out, like no pressures or whatnot, they might get some tackles or whatever. But no pressures, no sacks, 
Like you said, that is that Thank is you. so important because now you can step up in that pocket, right? And you can allow you. those uh you 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 can allow those deeper routes to develop. Uh there was a play Shouts out again. Once again, I think it was Nick. Is it is it Nate? Nate Tice. He showed he showed some plays on the importance of being able to execute um quick pass plays, right? In a sense of there were yeah. times where you might have saw Biotis got beat or there was interior pressure, right? And because Dak knew where to go with the ball, it didn't matter. You wouldn't have saw it on on, on broadcast because you're not worried about it first down, keep it moving. But when you're running back, oh shoot, there was pressure, but we got the ball out. So if if you can if you can mitigate that pressure in the middle, now we stepping up and we're allowing in the CD Lamb on a deep over. We're allowing Brandon Cooks to to get deep. They're going to win outside, bro. I truly do believe they're going to win outside. It's a matter of do we have enough time to hit them uh, down the field? Yeah, there you go. And and they've been holding plays back. They can been. They've been. I'm gonna tell you something. They want. It was like that Green Bay game when the coach. Uh, McCarthy got so mad when he knew he was supposed to blew Green Bay out and he was pissed. This game here, they about to put a whammy on Sam. I'm telling y'all, sir, the 49 deep is is not going to be able to stop the Cowboys. Ain't nobody really stopped the Cowboys offense from driving down the field. Like you say, still, now we just got to do the right plays in the between the 20s. And I'm going to give y'all another hint. There's a Everybody keep talking about field goals. I mean, one game. Remember this lot? I mean, still, you uh, you probably do you remember that Green Bay game way back when we played a uh, uh, Brett Four and we kicked seven field goals? That's twenty one points. Yes, I do. Was it Chris Bonio? Wasn't, wasn't he? Was Chris Bonio? Yeah. Like that? That's yeah. So, that's so and crazy. Green Bay had one of the best defense. They had I remember defense that. Yeah. In, the best defense in everything, and we kicked twenty eight. Hey, I don't care how we win. Facts. Yeah. Oh, I'll boy. Kick me, 10 field goals. That's 30 points. I mean, let me tell you something right now, though, boy. We kick, if we kick seven field goals, boy, they're going to try to light us up. But if we win, guess what, Mar? I don't give a damn. Me, thank give a damn. Long as we get. Because once you boy, beat let me tell you something right now. If, to... if, we, if we kick seven field goals and get the dub, Brandon Aubrey is not only at the grown folk table, he the head of the table, and he the only one that's going to be there. We all gathering around. We figuring out how we can get our credit better. We we getting financial advice, all of it from brother Brandon. If he kicks seven field goals and we win, that's all. I don't care. And and, uh, and I like that. Uh, I was watching the Cardinals how they was getting downfield. That's number three all the way. If you leave him in the wild like that, he's gonna have a game like oh, yeah, that number yeah, yeah. two yesterday Hollywood. for Chicago. Had remember that? You see that game against the Redskins. Number two was killing him. Yeah, DJ Moore is a, oh. a oh. problem. And here's what's funny about that. Like, the Panthers are now looking for a wide receiver one, but they traded their wide receiver one. So, weird. I know. How dumb is these teams, man? Oh, we got a we got a, a Eagles fan in here. Let me tell you how I know you ain't, you ain't a part of this situation we do here, Mr. Sir. He said, y'all don't care how y'all win, but y'all keep talking about my Eagles winning over here. Let me tell you something right now. We sound scary. Sir, why are you here? Number one, it's a Cowboys channel. We sound scary, but you're an Eagles fan on a Cowboys channel that we don't play the Eagles. Weird behavior, number one. Weird behavior, number two. I don't give a about Philly and how they win. 
I don't put no, no energy in how they win on this channel. Y'all 4-0. Congratulations. Yeah, don't care we about don't, that. We don't care. I'm here to tell you right now. We where where, where my man at? I'm here to tell you right now. We don't care. Let me tell you. Right, <laughs> we don't care. If now, if you if you talking about some Twitter energy, go on to Twitter with all that. We talk real football here, sir, Mr. Sir. Yeah, I digress. We talking talk real football. We talking a, a grown man's game. <laughs> we ain't talking a cheaty cheaty. Care about none of that. That's that. Y'all into that? Care yeah, about none of that. Care about that. Go on, go on, my uh, bad. And, and, and the offense, hey, the defense just got to stay. Oh, 49er like fan, it, it, it makes sense why you're here, 49er fan. We playing, y'all. And, and apparently from what I was told yeah. yesterday, y'all don't got a whole bunch of content creators or something. That's what I was told. But I get why you here. Why the Philly. is a Philly fan Philly. here right now? Philly fan love the Cowboys. They I'm, look, always I'm, I'm, not, look, I'm not even going to fake the funk. My bad, because this, this bugs me. I'm not even going to lie to y'all. I'm going to keep it a bean with y'all. I don't make content for nobody else but Cowboy fans, unless I'm playing. Unless it's the team we're playing against. Obviously, they're going to be a part of it. So I'm not even going to sit here and pretend like, oh, man, appreciate you being I don't care if you're here or not. I truly don't. Not at all. As long as my bomb squad's here, Cowboy fans is here, you know what I'm saying? I'm cool. I digress, man. Man, I'm telling you something. Everybody in the world watch us and follow us. They make money off us. That's how Stephen A. got a job. Stephen A. Smith got a job by saying Cowboy's name. Uh, Bart got a job by talking about the Cowboys. All these guys got to talk about us. Because if they talk about any other team, their ratings go down low. The Cowboys make everybody's ratings high. So, Philly, I think what you should do then, Philly, if you're on here, you should, yeah, you should talk about the Cowboys to get your ratings up. Because talking about you, your ratings going to be low. Ain't that crazy? <laughs> you know what's funny, Mar? Fans do operate. Like they got Twitter ratings, like, <laughs> like they got they be they be on these social medias looking for ratings for what? You oh, ain't you ain't wow. FS1, you ain't ESPN. Why you yeah, why you why yeah. you looking for ratings? So stupid, man. And they listen to them dummies on because I be wanting to call in and cuss them out. When be, oh, I be so pissed. When they, they be making me mad on them talking. Oh yeah, that Periscope got to do this. That got to do this. Why are the quarterback for Baltimore got to do this? Now, was he drafted higher than Dak Prescott, number eight for Baltimore Ravens? Good fan. Come I, on, man. Yeah, well, I guess, man. This is stuff is ridiculous. Dak Prescott is dead. I can see why I urge this guy so mad. Dak Prescott is. Dak Prescott, man, if you listen, good, just go play your game, have fun. You could dink and dunk your ass all the way down the field <laughs> and score. <laughs> Brandon Aubrey can kick wanna, seven field goals to, and get the dub. I do not care. Me either. Yeah. As long as you win, brother. Yeah, do we learn? I don't care how y'all win, cowboy. Just bring that baby home because now you're going to have them thinking. And I, and I got a funny feeling. And close. And close. And close. When we was playing the Cardinals, I had a funny feeling. I said, oh, man, I don't feel right. And, you know, now I got that feeling oh, again. Yeah, you had a, what, what, what? I mean, I got that feeling again still. I got a good feeling. Oh, oh. It's going to be a, it's it's good, be, it's it's be a beat down. Yeah. I'm not scared of the 49ers. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. These guys are ready. Yeah, I mean, of course and you And all I want to say, yeah, hit right. them likes. How about them cowboys? And just whoop that ass.
<laughs> Appreciate you, Bob. I swear, if y'all, if anybody watched the show, the shy man. So I just got done finishing season three, and they didn't. I ain't gonna tell y'all, but they, Ronnie, man, Marv remind me of Ronnie, man. It's remind me of Ronnie. Appreciate you, Marv. Look, uh, Mr. Wi-Fi. So he's a, he's a Fortnite fan. Look, this this energy ain't really towards you, sir. I get it. Why you're here? You know what's going on? Talking about your squad, right? But since you're here, I am curious. I do this sometimes. Sir. The Cardinal fan he called in. Like, what what would you say? And I don't know if you're a casual fan or if you are one of those in-depth fans, so I don't know you. What would you say right now is the quote-unquote weakness of your team, right? Like, everybody got a little chink in the armor. No team is perfect. I mean, there's something that every team wants to be better at, especially week four, week five, whatever it is. Week five, what would be the chink in your armor at this moment? What would be the thing that you guys need to get better at moving forward right now? If you're if you're still here, Mr. Wi-Fi. I ain't talking to Mr. Sir. We ain't we ain't playing. We ain't playing them. I'm not even gonna give him a, a coloring book. He might not even know what to do with it. He's just gonna have to talk to himself over in the corner. I'm done. We've we've addressed the children in the room. Now they can stay over there. But Mr. Wi-Fi, sir. O line. Okay. That's kind of where and you know. And and look, you know, let me see. He pulled his back up, Mr. Wi-Fi. Not that one. Not that one. That one. Does this make sense, Mr. Wi-Fi, right? Like, if you remember the game last year, Jonathan Hankins was pretty good. We did a pretty decent job. I would say better than decent. Against your run game, against uh, Christian McCaffrey and those boys. I don't know your team like you know your team, but it feels like the interior of the offensive line is not quite as good as it once was. I like this matchup. I like this matchup. He says it's horrible. Now that's interesting. You know, I know y'all got first ballot Hall of Fame, you know. Trent. Trent going to the he going to the hall. So he says, I, I'm done. Hall of Fame, unbelievable player. But then it's Trent in the gang, right? And the gang ain't so great. And I could have put McKivitz on here, right, if I'm saying his name, McKivitz. We talked about him a lot yesterday. We talked about him on Twitter. McKivitz is one of those guys that you can take advantage of, too, um, from a passing standpoint. But the reason why I included this as a key matchup for Hankins is because you got to do what, Cowboys Nation? You got to earn the right to rush the passer. If, if they can run the ball all day, you ain't going to be able to rush the passer like you want. You contain that run, though. I, I recall uh, Brock Purdy last year having to do a whole bunch of running around and making crazy throws a lot. Um, you you want to be able to stop that run and put them behind the stick so that he has to hold the ball a little bit longer so they have to execute a third and long because he getting the ball out fast and probably because he doesn't need to hold the rock. If you're in third manageable, second and shorts, get the ball out fast. But you, you, you want Brock to hold it a little bit so we can get home. But you got to get home. What what if I knew for I knew this was going to be a show. I just knew it. I knew this was going to be a good one. Super chat. Let's get to these super chats. And Mel, I need to know who that was. I'm still waiting for my I'm, I'm still waiting for the inbox. I'm still I'm still waiting. Uh, Sully dropped five and said, when Marv talking to Whisper, when Marv talking to Whisper, you know it's 
You know it's real. Um, when Marv talking to Whisper, I bet he moved the phone from his mouth instead of just with. <laughs> so, so Marv be like, and let me tell you something, Sky. Salute. <laughs> you gotta love more. Roman Empire. Super chat. Yo, Sky. <laughs> Evan Neal does know that if you don't like what fans say, he can just block them. Never mind. Oh, shit. Oh, that was good. Oh, that was good. Yo, Sky, Evan Neal does know if he doesn't like what fans say, he can just bl- Never mind. If, if you miss what we're talking about here. We in overtime? We in overtime. Let's do it. Let's run this thing back one more again. This is uh, Michael K's show since we got about 700 some people in here. Apparently, Evan Neal, he, you know, he went on Twitter or social media and was being and moaning about the fans that booed him. For his terrible play this year. And Michael, is this my is he really Michael K? But whoever it is on this show, ah, oh, just here you go. Why would a lion concern himself with the opinion of a sheep? He added. The person that's condemning uh commenting on my performance, what does he do? Flip hot dogs and hamburgers somewhere? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I'd cut his ass. I would. How dare you? How dare you? These people pay your salary. They pay an obnoxious amount of money to park, an obnoxious amount of money for PSLs to sit there and watch this pap, and you call them hamburger flippers? What, you're so much better? So pissed. I'd rather have a guy that's flipping hamburgers block than your piece of garbage ass. Calling this man Michael McDonald is makes it so much better. Who the hell are you to talk to fans like that? You piece of garbage. He, he wants to say I hate when players so do bad. that. You're not above us. What, because you happen to play a sport? You make them, you're better than me? You're better than the people that pay your salary? These giant fans were here before you, and they'll be here after your sorry ass is cut. What a piece of human trash. And I don't want to hear some apology. I don't want to hear, oh, I was taken out of contact. I didn't mean, I don't want to hear... Done. Done. I would cut his fat ass. <laughs> you should boo him. If you see him in the mall of Willowbrook, boo his, ass. boo his ass. If you see him on the DMV, boo him. Don't stop booing him. If he goes to the Pro Bowl, boo him. If he wins a Super Bowl, boo his sorry ass. Screw that guy. I mean, that angers me. We're not nobody flipping, but how are you taught? You condescend to people that pay to watch you play poorly, I might add. <laughs> really bad. There are people in the stands poorly, might I add. that are doctors. They cure diseases. They're giant fans, too. There are people that are architects. They build bridges and buildings. You block poorly. Don't ever talk to anybody like that again. Yo, <laughs> I don't know why, but that last part sent me through the roof yesterday. Uh, he said, people that build bridges, saving lives. Important people in society. You block 
poorly. <laughs> I'm done. Ah, good stuff, Michael McDonald. I mean, uh, Michael K. Good stuff. Who I miss here? Below the heavens. <laughs> yeah, man. Super chat. He says, Alan Eck, first year ref, something to look out for. Uh, yeah, let me go take a look. You, usually, I know Broadus drops these things. So does Professor O. He drops these things about these refs, but I'll go take a look. The Lunatic. Shouts out to the Lunatic, man. Super chat. He usually get on the later shows. He dropped one and said, oh, you're going to make me try to read. Oh, this is on Mar- this is on Mauricio's channel. So I ain't going to try to read it. But Pedal PJ Cowboys, I'm going to say that part. That was on Mauricio's channel. Marcus Hardison. I say channel, but show. Super chat. He dropped one. Shouts out to you, Marcus. He said, same time last year, Dallas Cowboys had one loss. Same time last year, Dallas Cowboys won on the road in California. Just saying, Dak is undefeated versus the 49ers in the regular season. That's true. That's true. Uh, <clears throat> Lost, Lost just dropped one. A couple, actually. Oh, nah. Hey, 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 JR, you in here? JR, are you in here? Please let me know, because I, I want to talk to Coach Prime. Please let me know. Uh, Lost in translation, drop five, and says, Sky. Super chat. Oh, Yamo be there. Let's go, Cowboys. So, see, when I hear that, because the Michael McDonald, I actually think about <clears throat> one of my favorite movies of all time, uh, 40-year-old version. Now I'm getting into, like, podcast stuff here, like, just random podcast stuff. But I think on 40-year-old version, Paul Rudd said, if I hear Yamo be here one more time, I'm going to Yamo burn this place down. <laughs> so that's what I was thinking about. JR. Please, if you're in here, let me know. Oh, yo, c- call in, bro. Call in. I got to talk. I appreciate. Look, I appreciate the super chat. I'll read it. Super chat. You know, but I want to hear Coach Prime because I-, I need a Coach Prime type of, you know, pep talk going to this game. He said, "We ain't coming because we here and we ain't hard to find." I just need to know one thing, Cowboys Nation. Do you believe? Now, give me my darn theme music. Come on in, please. Come on in, JR. We'll let it roll for a little bit. Uh, shouts out to Toxic. I, for whatever it, it says, been a member for 17. I just it just popped up. 17 months. Appreciate you. And somebody else too. Who was it here? Uh Toxico. Splendid Poppy. Okay. Also, uh says Pedal Pinche Cowboy. Toxic says, Sky, been on the road last two weeks for work. I'll call in next week uh and ready to eat eat the MG13 Crow. Hashtag I was wrong. Um, I mean, hey, look, that's the good crow, though, right? We like the good crow. We don't want the bad. We don't want the Arizona Cardinal crow. We like this type of crow. But yeah, come on in next uh, next week, bro. Be safe out there on the road, brother. What's good, Jr. If 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 I'm speaking to you, sir. Yeah, what's going on, Scott? How you doing, baby? You feeling good? I'm, I'm feeling so good. I think we needed one of these days, right? We'll be laughing, having a good time because it's a serious game coming up. It's been a, a serious, focused week, and, and sometimes you need to let loose before uh, an important event happens in your life. So I'm feeling fantastic, man. And I kind of got a calm confidence about the game. Oh yeah, you know, I, I, I'm ready. 
You know what I'm saying? You know, yeah. but hold on. I ain't, I ain't going to hold it up no further. Hold on. Let me give him the phone. Let me give him the phone. All right. Coach, they want you, Coach. <clears throat> God, what's good, baby? How you feeling? What's happening, Coach? It's good to hear from you. Oh, yeah. You, you know, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. It's a good day while I'm at the sun to shine. You know, I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready for Stanford, you know. Yeah. But I had to take some time out. You know what I, I'm saying? I, I can dig come it out. Yeah, come out and talk to you. You know, talk to the fans. Let them know. This is a big game, baby. This ain't no game. Mm-hmm. We out here. We getting ready. All I need to know is, do y'all believe? Mm-hmm. Do y'all believe? See, we already know. We saw last week. Them dogs looked each other in the face. They went and looked in that mirror. And they went out there last week. And they handled the darn job. They did the darn business. All right? Now, we need to know, Cowboys Nation, do y'all believe? Do you believe? Because you hear all these people talking all this bull junk, saying all this stuff about Michael, about about Dak. They throwing up old stats and stuff like that. Do you believe what's in front of your face right now? What did they show you? That we can stop the run. What did they show you? That we can play the pass, even with even with us missing our dog. We, well, we we missing our dog, baby. These we praying for you. We love you. We praying for you. We love you. And when you come back, we know you're gonna bring that dog to walk, baby. You know, we we proving, we proving that we can score in the darn in end zone or in the in the red zone. I'm sorry, we can score in the darn red zone. We didn't prove it. How many times did we do it last week? How many times did we do it last week? So times. what I'm trying to tell y'all. Fans, Cowboys Nation, they going to keep moving the goalposts, baby. They going to keep moving the goalposts. That's what they do. You know why? Because they hate looking up and seeing the star in the sky, baby. They hate looking up and seeing the star in the sky. They wish it was them. They wish it was them. And it can't be them because it ain't them because it's us, baby. It's us. Hey, coach. We walk on the field with confidence. I, I need. I <laughs> everywhere need, we go, we hey, coach, in the confidence, baby. I need to know everywhere, what, everywhere, every move we make, they looking at us. Why? Because we are him. We mm. are him, and that's what you get. That's what you get when you him. So all I need to know is, do you believe? Hey, coach. Though I got questions. And if you believe, oh, 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 stand on it. All right, I, I'm this guy. I'm I, this. I, I just need to know where your allegiance lies, right? Because you are a Super Bowl <laughs> champion with the 49ers, right? But you're also a Super Bowl champion and a legend with the Dallas Cowboys, Coach. I believe, but I just need to know where your allegiance is at. Now, 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 hold on, Scott. Hold on, Scott. Now, this is what you're doing. This is what you're doing. All right? You're putting me up the bat. I know. <laughs> and I'm I down, know. too. <laughs> you're putting me up the bat, and I'm down, too. And I'm aiming for the fences, baby. <laughs> now, you know what? Now, now, you know I did my thing with both of them. You know I did my thing with both of them. You did, Prime. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, you, you, and you know why? Why? Because when I step on that field, you know I'm a goddamn look good, okay? And when I look good, you know I feel good. Mm. And when I feel good, you know what I did. You, y'all saw it. Y'all saw it. I played good. And what did both of them do? They paid good, baby. Ooh, and that's that why you get fired. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But, you know, I, now, 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 here's the thing. Here's the thing. All right? You know I'm all about them dogs, baby. But you know. What this show is. I ain't called in from the East Coast, all right? I ain't called in. I ain't called in from no other station. You see what it is. It's Sky and it's A to Z. Now, if you want any other content, 
that ain't even 10, you can call somewhere else. But you know what we're getting here? We're getting Cowboys premium content, baby. All right? Now, just like I told you last time, we need you up there in Boulder. We need you to come on down to Boulder. We need you, baby. We need you because we don't get, you don't get no better content than anywhere else. Okay? So, and all I know, you're going you're gonna to take it to the top. Because why? Because A to Z, baby, is going to the top. When they look up at the star, where are they looking at? They looking in the sky. Mm. This is the only place you get this. So if I'm calling anywhere else, you can say what it is. But you know where I'm at here. Hear the voice is prime, baby. So we're going to go on and get that Cowboys a win down there, God darn it. All right? You're going to get that Cowboys a win. That's what I'm going for. I got on I got on the prime 2-1 with that silver and blue right now, baby. My and man. it feels good. And it paid me good. <laughs> My man. Appreciate you, Coach Prime. Basically, what you said is. That's JR, y'all. Appreciate you, big dog. Woo! Music, my I don't got it, but <laughs> I don't got it right now, coach. Oh, man, that was good. All right, so here's what I need y'all to do. Somebody got to get this to Coach Prime. Somebody got to get this to Coach Prime. Like, this wasn't no AI. It, it, somebody might think it's AI. It's not AI. Like, JR just good. He just like that. I put the picture up there, clip this thing. And just flooded the coach prime. Good stuff, JR. Appreciate you, man. We even got the Niners fan. The Niners fan said this is a treat. Thank you, Miss Jackie. I don't got the theme music, Trey. I know. I I, I kind of missed there. I, I didn't have it. I don't got it loaded up in the top. But but we got a Niner fan that said this is a treat. So you know that's something. Uh appreciate you, Rolo. He dropped 20 on the way out. Super chat. He said, appreciate all your work, Sky Cowboys. Please punch San Francisco in the gym. <laughs> Hey, look, man, we talked about hook or crook, right? San Fran going to play hook or crook. That's the type of ball they play. And I do think we have matched that that energy on one side of the ball last year. I think we will match it this year uh, on the other side of the ball. I do. J-Jack dropped one. Super chat. J-Jack said, we're going to make the world believe Sunday night. Yes, sir. Super chat. IT dropped one and said, I freaking believe 100%. And uh, JR dropped the other one was like, I'm in the building, Scott. Super chat. Yeah, I got you, bro. I got you. I know. I did, Gavin. I did. That was on me. I should have had it ready. I should have had it ready. So here's what we're going to do. I- I'll edit that if y'all want me to. I'll cut it out, right? As soon as he said to get my theme music, I- I'll throw it up in there. Don't play with me. I'll throw it up in there. Uh, we do not. <clears throat> Scott, you got a you got an after game place yet? So do I have a game day live place? Nah. Not yet. We're working on Concrete Cowboy, though. I'd love for it to be Concrete Cowboy. Co- Concrete Cowboy is across the street from the star. Um, man, that'd be, a lot, that'd be a lot of fun. Be a lot of fun. I agree, Professor O. He said, Cowboys concert creators are elite, but I swear the fan call, call-ins are hilarious. The fan, and I think that's what makes, I mean, I, again, I'm not questioning anybody else's content creators. I don't know what they do. I know we the best, in my opinion. But I think what what takes hours to another level, especially specific shows, is that the the interaction with the fans, like y'all are part of this thing, you know, it's just just top tier stuff. Some of y'all about crazy when y'all call up in here, but for the most part, man, it's just good stuff. Uh, Super chat. Laurel drop five. Thank you. Said thank you for the breakdown and the peace of mind going into this game, man. That that last part right there is big. I, if I can provide that, man. That's great, right? 
because I, I really do pride myself on not because I am like my goal is to eventually take this higher and higher and higher and understand you I guess in national media I guess you can be super biased but that's not me never been me even before I even came in front of this camera I just never been that way we try to talk about what we see how we see it both sides and uh and, and essentially react to it or do some research and then give that information to you guys all while having some fun laughing a little bit being entertaining and if you missed that part of it on Vox Lombardi show please run that back man yesterday was a classic absolute classic I love what I do I try to provide that passion through the camera, through the screen to you guys, whether it's angry sky, whether it's happy sky, whether it's chill sky, whatever it is. I try to put that passion out there. So that is going to do it. One more refresh. Make sure we goody. And we are. We are. All right. On the way out, if you enjoyed this, and definitely you Niners fans, y'all in here. I ain't saying you got to come back every week. I don't expect you to. I know I wouldn't be watching other people's content every week, but we playing them, maybe. If you enjoyed it, man, hit the like button. If if I don't got to tell our Cowboy fans this, but you know, share this with your Cowboy friends, family, and foe, but also share this with your Niner friends, family, and foe if they want a little bit more information on about, the, about this team going into the game. It was a good week, man. Have fun this week. We got some good information. Great breakdowns by Koye. If you need to run that back, do so. He has it up on his channel. Uh, we got Pat Nosey Walker in the building. He broke down things for us, kept us up to date. That's why another reason why I think this is such a special show is we're able to do these type of things weekly, right? Get inside the star the way we are. Bars. Uh, and then Friday, we, we we made this thing about y'all. So good stuff. No show later uh, for Vach. No show uh, with Mauricio. It's Friday. But you can catch me and Jesse Back on Sunday, it'll be about 6 o'clock, roughly. Cowboys play 7.20, so about 6, 6.20-ish. Uh, me and Jess will be on for the pregame show, halftime, and postgame. And we'll be here in a few days, man. Be here in a few days. Y'all enjoy y'all weekend. Be safe. Have fun. Uh, I know we are. We're going to go check out Saw tomorrow, I think. Saw tomorrow. I'll probably end up buying... Equalizer 3 at the crib, but she want to go see Saul, so we're going to go see Saul. Uh, and yeah, man, it's going to be a good game, or a good weekend. With that said, find it. Push the goddamn button. Push the goddamn button. Appreciate you, Trey. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't like her yelling at me no more telling me to push the button. I don't like it no more. Push the goddamn button. I can't believe I'm going to go see some damn Saul 10. I don't think I ever seen anything ten. But she 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 wants to see. <laughs> happy wife, happy wife. <laughs> we out of here. Bye y'all. Peace. Brother say take care of your bodies. <laughs> Drink some water. Chris said, hug your mamas. Yeah. And for all my New Yorkers, 
If you see Evan Neal at the grocery store, boo his ass! Bomb squad!